This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Free Geese. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, part one of my conversation with artist James Flames. Make sure you give that a listen if you haven't. There is a link for the audio and video in the show notes. Part one, James and I talk about his family, his favorite artists, and what art is hanging on the walls in his house how he fell into making concert posters, his whole process of making prints, and a whole bunch more. A really, really great first part, so make sure you check that out. In this second part, James and I talk about the first print that Umphreys McGee commissioned for him to make and talks a little bit about the story within each print that he creates. James shares how he helped people stay positive when the pandemic started last year with his quarantine care package and what it's like making his art into puzzles, record player slip mats, and more. James also talks about the other bands that he's made prints for and the difference in making art for them and making art for Umphreys McGee. He also talks about the prints that he's made for movies, the NBA 2020 All-Star Game, and a musician you wouldn't think would be commissioning to have a poster made for their show. James also shares some advice for an artist who's hoping to get into the poster game. No doubt you're really going to love this second part. I want to thank James again for his time and for sharing all of this on the show. It was incredibly wonderful having you as a guest. Looking for a new way to stream your music or listen to your favorite podcasts? Check out this exclusive offer for DATC listeners. Head to getamazonmusic.com slash dropped among this crowd to receive a 30-day free trial of Amazon Music. That's getamazonmusic.com slash D-R-O-P-P-E-D-A-M-O-N-G-T-H-I-S-C-R-O-W-D to get a 30-day free trial and unlimited access to 70 million songs, always ad-free on Amazon Music. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele? Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit E-Magazine help you get the word out. With ad space in monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots on the podcast, 
ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, guest spots on the show, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit can help you reach tons of fellow ump freaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umps family. Email dropped at gmail.com or conduitemagazine at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more about the amazing packages we offer. Here is part two of my conversation with artist James Flames. How many, you've done like 10 posters, I think I counted for Umphrey's total. It was quite uh, a few. It was more than I thought when I was looking through. Okay, that's another good question. I, can, I have one hanging right next to my desk in the living room, actually. It's one? from Louisville in 2019 with the, the coyotes and the wolves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. It's like my desk is right here and it's like right here. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Oh, that's so cool. Such a great print. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that one. So that one I printed myself. Uh, and I remember, I remember the session. I can, I can be in that session right now, even just the printing session. Um, I remember what was on the radio while I was pulling it. And I remember printing the foils on that one. I, re- I remember it's, I don't know. It's so cool. It's like Rain Man type of stuff. Like, oh, I can, you know, let me, let me see. Uh, Umpreys. Let me see how many I I know you did a New Year's run too. I think I saw there yeah, was the an humble. That was uh, that was the first one they they contacted me about, um, and I was so excited because you I know bet. like so I'm I'm making posters, and once I got deeper into making posters, there are the bands that you see uh, are like oh those are the poster bands. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah. those are the bands that are cool with posters. So when it when it overlaps like you know there are bands that I love that just don't do posters. So I'm probably never going to work with them. You know, just cuz it it wouldn't make sense, you know. But when it overlaps and then they contact me, it feels like oh I hit that next tier like oh. so when Humphreys emailed me that first time and it was for that uh, that New Year's poster. Um, it it just it felt really huge. Like that felt really really big. And I remember uh, wanting to make that one extra special. And it, that was a three panel poster. And um, oh, that was so fun. That was a really fun one. Um, so let me see. It's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, I think there's, there might be more, there's eight that I can see right now. Uh, and then there's a bunch of foils. Um, there might be another one I'm forgetting, but, um, yeah, it's quite a few, uh, which is awesome. Like, I mean, the more I get to work with the band, the more I can kind of, um, just kind of spread things out, like kind of create a vibe through the, the, the connection of posters, um, which is something I like to do. Um, but by far the my favorite one is the one that I did recently uh, over the holidays. That one just had a, I don't know, everything about that one just felt like so good. The whole process felt great through it. Um, I don't know. And then when it came out and like everything was, uh, I don't know, something about that one that just feels extra special. So I'm very, very uh, happy with that one. 
Yeah. That's awesome that you got to do like a new year's run and, and do all those. I mean, those are big posters and there's people that just collect those because it's new year's Eve. So that's, that's such a cool opportunity. Believe me. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then the humble one too, like all those, I like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not oblivious to like when it's a special gig or when it's just a regular gig and like, yeah, that's, it's big. It, um, and obviously that means like, I gotta bring my A game. Like I, I right. okay, now there's no messing around. Like I gotta, I gotta really kind of step it up for, for this one, you know, which is, uh, which is good. You know, it's a good little, uh, little push, you know, for sure. Take you next level as an artist yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about having your prints made into puzzles. And I saw that you had slip mats for turntables. So talk about kind of expanding into that. Yeah, that's, um, that's kind of new fun stuff. Um, I remember when I first started, I, I was like, Oh, you know, like I'm just going to do the thing like everybody does. So I made my posters, but I'm going to make some t-shirts and stickers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I realized it very early and I'm glad that I was able to be honest with myself is that um, I, I really suck at um, making artwork for t-shirts. I, it's, it's a skill that I don't, I don't possess. Um, I'm not, I don't have that particular thing. It doesn't mean that I can't make t-shirt artwork uh, and I have, and I, I did for this one, but this one was different because it it was a separate piece of artwork that lived within the artwork of the poster. So it's, it's sort of like I got to tell a story and that was just a different page in the story. Um, whereas when, I don't know, the, there's a skill. I, I know many people who make great uh, t-shirts and, and things like that. And um, yeah, like I don't, ha- I don't have that. So I got out of that for a long time and it was really just, I'm going to stick to what I'm good at. I I know how to make posters. I know how to make prints. So um, this is what I'm going to do. And then recently, um, well, once the, you know, the pandemic hit with all the quarantining and stuff like that, um, you know, people staying home and doing things. And uh, another Humphreys poster artist, Nate Duvall, um, is uh, one of my best friends in the whole world. And so he's like, he's the puzzle guy. Like he, he was probably one of the first people to start making puzzles with, uh, with everything. He's been doing it for years and he's got all the hookups for like how to make them and stuff. And, uh, you know, he was like, let's just make a puzzle, you know, like let's take some artwork that you have and let's, let's make one, you know, like he knows how to do it. And, you know, so I was like, yeah, of course, like it's like making fun of making something with my friend is like, Oh, that's like the the funnest thing in the world. So I did it and it, and it worked and the timing was right again, like, cause it was during this time where everybody's like stuck in their house and what, what else can you do? And puzzles are fun. Um, so, uh, so it worked and it, it, I, it was received really well. People really seemed to like it. And, and it was fun for me. And so then when Umphreys contacted me, I, I think they had asked because they, they had just seen that I released the puzzle and they're like, could we do a puzzle too? I was like, yeah, we can. Like, it'll be awesome. Cool. We'll just make a puzzle for this too. And <laughs> so doing that, like, okay, that was the second one. We just started another puzzle, which should be coming out soon. Um, Nate and I. So um so yeah, that's just like one of those things that just happened. I, I wasn't planning to like expand my line, you know, or something like that. Uh, and then the slip mats was another similar thing. I had a client who um, 
was making slip mats for himself and he was going to put in an order and he's like, yo, like if, if I put in an order and I, I add some stuff, I can get my price down and it'll be super cheap for you to just like make some of these. So you, do you have some artwork that you could think? So, you know, I spent like a week going through everything because I'm, um, I'm a very deliberate person. So like somebody, somebody could give me a task that's like, oh no, no, just do this real quick. And like, I'll take a week to do it because I'm like second guessing myself, <laughs> triple guessing myself, you know? But, um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, this will, this will be fun too. Cause I'm a vinyl guy. I love vinyl. So, um, uh, so I put that together and it was just, it was just a test. It was just like a, I don't know, like, is anybody even going to like this? Is anybody even going to care? And yeah, it turns out people really, um, really dug it. Like that went really well too. And so these things are like, they're fun. Um, I don't, I don't know where the future kind of takes me. I'm working on some projects now, like um, personal projects that, uh, you know, again, with everything going on right now, like everything's just weird and who knows what the future holds. And nevertheless, I don't want to like, let's say everything goes back to normal, like completely back to normal. And like, we've, we almost forget like, oh, yeah, everything was weird for a year. <laughs> I don't want to look back on this time and be like, oh, I just wasted that time just doing the same thing. You know, like I wanted to just, it's a weird time. So let me just do some crazy stuff. Let me do all the things that I've wanted to do. So I have quite a few personal projects that I've been working on. Um, and one of them is, I've never heard of anybody doing something like this. I can't even really explain it. Number one, because it won't make sense yet. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but I also don't, don't want to like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to stuff myself in a hole where, you know, now I can't get out of this, but um, some of these things will be like maybe trying to see what's the next level or what's the next thing I can, can um, take my art to all for the betterment of the art. Um, kind of what's the thing that can make my posters better. What's the thing that can make everything else better um my connection with people you know like ultimately like everything that i'm doing it's just i'm just communicating like i'm i'm you know uh like right now i'm talking to you but the rest of the day when i'm just making stuff i'm talking to everybody like that's just how i'm doing it like mm -hmm. i'm communicating to you through my artwork you know a little bit about me and then sometimes the communication is reciprocated and I get like emails or just photographs of the artwork living in somebody's house or somebody just sends me, you know, a message or, or something like that. And okay, now the, the communication came back and, and I know where that, how that conversation lived and it's just, uh, and then, okay, now keep, keep pushing it. So, you know, I'm always trying to think of like, how can I, strengthen that communication how can i um make it more beautiful more fun more uh like loving and and all that kind of stuff um so yeah so i think the, the puzzles and the slip mats and stuff like that it's it's a nice kind of foray into something else another way for the artwork to live um and then keep I don't know, keep exploring, you know, like, like we were saying before with that ladder, just, okay, it's dark. I don't know. Like, ah, okay, fine. And you know, if I make something and it 
falls flat on its face, that's fine too. Um, and or, well, it'll be devastating when it happens, but it'll of be fine in the long run. You know, in hindsight, you'll be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But during it, don't talk to me. You know, like, no. uh, <laughs> but For sure. uh, um, yeah. So, uh, but it's fun. Like, like these kind of little things is fun. And um, again, in terms of communicating, like I couldn't communicate with people through concert posters because people couldn't communicate in concerts. So wow, yeah. what else am I going to do? I got to do something. So the puzzles was great. Now I'm at home with you, like at your kitchen table with your family and you're all putting po- puzzles together and stuff. And, you know, and the only reason I know that is because people send me pictures or, or emails and man, people are so nice. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you know, I don't have to tell you, but like people are just so nice and you know, sometimes when they reach out, they just, they share like the most beautiful things. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's amazing. And like, just to know that, like, I don't know, here I am like here in this little place. Yeah. Somebody else is all the way over there, but somehow we're like, yeah, we're connected. It's it's that's exactly how I feel about, about my show too, is it's in my house and I'm just like doing this thing. And then people are like, like, God. It's all over and you're like literally in and then you have a visual too so it's it's the same thing it's like uh, ah yeah. it's, it's it is a it, it's an amazing thing like we're we're very um we're very very lucky to have this uh this way to communicate with people like uh, uh i you know like what would we have done 50 years ago i don't i don't even know I think about that all the time, especially like going through what we're going through right now. Like it really sucks, but I'm so grateful that I'm still able to connect like with you right now, you know, like have the technology and the means to still be able to connect with people all over the world. Like, I mean, could you imagine like it would be, I I don't even know. I don't, I don't want to think about it. It doesn't, you know, like what what would be the point? I would have lost my mind months ago. (laughs) Yeah. 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 The only, the only good reason to think about it is to be grateful for, for what we have um, really. And and then not, not waste it, you know? Uh, Cause like, there's still there's still goodness to be had in all this you know so um we can find those, those types of things like like what we're doing right now then um shoot i don't know that, that's for great sure. i'll take it <laughs> for sure so you said that you weren't like an umphrey super fan or anything but i would love to know if you've ever seen them live and if you have what were what are your feelings of their music and maybe a couple of your favorite tunes or something yeah, this is going to be, um, this might be a little embarrassing. I have not seen a show, like a live show, I haven't. I've seen plenty of live streams, uh, like concerts online. Um, I think they played, well, I don't remember the last time they played Close By Me here. It would have uh, been last February because that was my last Dumfries show. That's the only reason I No kidding. Wait, they where were, were, they? were they? They were in Asheville, uh, Valentine's day. And then the day after they were at the, whatever the venue is that keeps changing its name. Oh, this like civic center. I, you went to that show. Yeah. Was it, uh, have you ever been to that venue before? No, it was interesting because I've seen them. That was like my 73rd and 74th Umphrey show. Wow. And I never like, it's an arena. So it was like, Oh yeah. my God. Like, it's so crazy to see them in this venue and i had seen them the night before 
uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. They have the concerts in the cave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So the day before they did the two nights in Asheville, they played there. Oh, wow. We went and it was so interesting. So like first we're in a cave with them and then the next night we're in this arena with them. It was it was very cool and very interesting. Yeah. Like I have a a love hate relationship with that that venue. Um, Well, hate is a strong word. I don't (laughs) Um, Because like a lot of um, really cool bands will play there, you know, like the bands that can't fit in the clubs basically will play there. Um, So it's like, Oh, well, great. Thank God. Again, coming from New York, like every time somebody was on tour, well, they played New York. I saw because of course they're going to play New York. And then I moved down here and it's like, well, nobody plays Asheville. You know, like, I mean, only some people do and if you're too big you kind of don't you just go to charlotte or you go to atlanta like or knoxville you know at the most but um so uh so it's like well okay at least that we have this place you know like this arena type of thing but the sound there is just so bad like it's such i'm a i'm a sound geek kind of guy also so for me it's like i don't know like when i can't i can't hear it right the vibe is like off for me so i've seen a lot of shows there that like i wanted it to be really good and then it just um it didn't feel the same um but um but nevertheless yeah i uh sadly have not been to a live show I, but constantly impressed by all the live videos that I see um which really is just it's a big part of like working you know with them is uh getting inspired a lot of um you know obviously their light show is like a huge thing and so I try to incorporate that as much as I can that was like the whole impetus for the that that first poster I did that that uh New Year's Eve poster was supposed to be like uh the 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 natural like nature's version of their light show basically um so yeah and uh in terms of like favorites um i think the album i probably pull up the most it's probably anchor drop great um yeah it's a really good one um and i think well my favorite song is uh I don't even know how to say it. It's the last song. What pl- pl- uh, play? Pl- pl- how the hell do you say? It? It's the one. It's just it's like a. Oh, the Pequod. Like Pequod. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was never like, is it Picol? You know, like I don't know, it's, it's <laughs> like French some word. Don't snooty know. French word. <laughs> what is that? What, what does that mean? Something? I'm not sure what exactly a Pequod is. Okay. I don't know. Now I need to. Well, I never looked it up, but I, I, I didn't a... know if maybe that was like some kind of like hidden uh umphrey's thing but um yeah that it's one's a, it's a ship it's a type of a ship is oh. what the official it's a it appears in the 1851 novel moby dick <laughs> oh that kind of makes sense if you listen to it it has sort of like uh like a that kind of vibe yeah yeah just like waves like kind of dun, 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 for sure I don't know, yeah like i have that on like multiple playlists of mine so i probably listen to that song the most of all of them and the title uh track of that the song anchor drops is great um yeah you know and then it's like 
there are a bunch of other songs that I like that I probably don't even know the names of, you know, it's just one of those things that I'll just put on a playlist and just shuffle them up. And it's like, yeah, like that's my thing. Um, I'm not, um, I'm not a, like a, a, a music, music college. I, I like a lot of my job is working with bands whose fans are like, know everything about the band and uh it's so impressive and it's it's a little intimidating sometimes because um i know how deeply they hold the band like to them and like okay like i don't want to screw this up because you know um there's so much there's so much lore and there's so much depth to it that i want to i want to hit it on that deep level um but you know that could go wrong if you if you come at it the wrong way. Um, but I, I'm not like generally like that with with bands, and I always I see that with um, again with a lot of bands like Dave Matthews and Fish and Widespread Panic and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. And I've never been uh, the person who goes to like a um, hundred shows of anybody or anything like that. I'll just go to a hundred shows and then I'll look back and be like, Oh yeah, I saw that person like five times or something like that. Um, but, but um, that's not to say that it's not incredibly impressive because again, it's like when I'm communicating with uh, folks like that um, it's, they can kind of um, give me a, a, a deeper level of the music. Like basically when I, when I say this, it's like, um, I feel like when I'm listening to it, um, there's something I'm missing. Like uh, there's something that I, because I'm not like so devoted to say Umphreys or something like that, there's something I'm missing. And I have a little FOMO of that. Like, uh, like, you know, um, I'd love to know, like, what are, what are those all those little things like you know just just this song or something like that um and i know like so many bands have that kind of uh kind of thing and for me it's like um the only thing i have that about is like my work you know like all those little things like all that's where all the like little um geekery stuff is all it's all kind of built into my stuff you know so i can i can tell you about all those things but um i don't know maybe that's just uh my ego getting the best of me or something yeah <laughs> that's so cool though talk yeah. about the other bands that you've worked with i mean you've worked with you mentioned dave matthews band and 311 yeah. and then you've done dave and tim and yes yeah. yeah so yeah. talk about working with all of those bands yeah it's great i mean um you know at a certain point now they're they're just regular clients so it's uh which which is great it's sort of like i'm in the rotation you know um and you know specifically like dave matthews and 311 um again i'm like a child of the 90s and the you know lady yeah. and so for me it's just uh it's so easy to put myself into that head you know because i remember like yeah i saw dave matthews when that first album came out well not the first album sorry when the when the you know first big album came out yeah um, you know i saw 311 when their first big album came, you know third album yeah uh, and all that kind of stuff and so it's like um 
it's a very weird like uh the circle completing itself type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a surreal like, kind of a thing, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I always tell myself like if I could go back in time and tell like my 16-year-old self like while I'm at a show like yeah, one day you're going to like work for these guys. Um they'd be like this guy is definitely yeah. on drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean that's fun. What's what's cool is that each band because it was like I was saying before, you know, uh, I'm so lucky that the band already has its thing. Like, you know, the people who enjoy the band and the culture surrounding the band, it's already developed. I'm, I don't have to like, you know, start from scratch. I just go in and then I can, you know, swim around and kind of do that thing. And within that, um, I kind of create a different vibe for each band. So like my Dave Matthews posters have a different vibe than my 311 posters. 311 posters kind of tell a story that lives in the 311 world. Um, same thing for Umphreys, obviously. Like uh, my Umphreys posters, they live in the Umphreys world. And I don't think, I'm sure you could do this, but I don't think that I could swap the names on my posters and that they would work or at least i don't feel that they would work like i don't think i could just take a poster i made for umphreys and take the letters of umphreys mcgee off of it and put dave matthews band on it and then it would work but it would translate the same way yeah no like it would be a poster and it'll be like the drawing will still be nice and, and all that kind of stuff but the vibe I don't think it would connect. Um, so that's kind of a, a fun part of my job is like uh, first finding what's the vibe of this band. And then if I get to work with them multiple times, okay, now I really get to fine tune it and really develop it. And it's, you know, in terms of telling a story, like I was saying before, when I, uh, when I send the sketches to the bands, I always write a story. And then also when I ship my posters, so when people buy posters from my my online store, uh, so when I do my releases and stuff like that, every poster I send ships with a uh, story sheet, which is just um, this piece of paper with um, the little image of the poster and then the story that's just kind of typed out and I'll sign that and just kind of include it. And it, it's meant to be sort of like a page from the book. Um, cool. not that there is a book, but it's just a page from the book. Yeah. And so when I get to make multiple posters for a band, it's, it's really becomes like the book. It, it becomes the, the fairy tale that now, okay, here's another part. And, and like a lot of like fairy tale type of stories, it's a lot of, um, there's a lot of like non sequitur type of things, you know, like this thing happens and then this thing happens or even within like, um, or even like when I was growing up, we always had like the, um, uh, the Grimm's fairy tales, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that. so it's all the different stories and, but all the stories are completely different, you know? And it's like, so it's, uh, but it's a book that contains a bunch of different stories that aren't related to each other. So it's sort of like that whole idea where, yeah, I'm not saying that, okay, this poster is page one and then this poster is page two and this poster is page three. And, you know, I'm telling a a sequential story necessarily. Um, But 
there's still something more to it. Uh, kind of like its own universe. And like, yeah. these are the different stories within it. Yeah. 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 And, and just random pages just pulled out, you know, from that story, here's just the page. And then, you know, and it's so cool. And then, so then it's up to you to like, you make the rest of the story. Uh, like here's, here's, here's what I got, you know, now, you, now it lives with you. And whatever you think happened before that page and whatever you think happens after that page is what happened. And because, you know, maybe I don't even know, maybe I do. Sometimes I do. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like at that point now it's, it's yours. Like everything I make, I make it for, for everybody. Like I'm not making, I don't make anything for myself. Like I make it for other people. And once I give it to them, it's theirs. So do whatever you want with it. Like it's right. cool. You know, like, uh, you know, um, so um, what was the question? I don't remember. Uh, did I, did I get to, did I come around <laughs> the question? I don't remember. Yeah. We, well, we were talking about working with the other bands and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 So that, that's basically, <laughs> yeah, so it basically yeah, that's really it. <laughs> fun. it's just fun to, um, to, to get to, um, spread it around as, as far as I can, like kind of, you know, do my thing in as many different ways as possible. For know. sure. Yeah. That's cool. And I saw that you've done some prints for some movies too. So talk yeah. about doing that and what was the inspiration for those? Um, so those, that's interesting. That's a different, um, that's a different avenue that uh, is not a natural one for me. So uh, those are all, any movie poster I've done is fully licensed. Um, so it's not like, it's the same as like the band posters. It's not like I'm going to make a poster for Pearl Jam if they don't hire me and then sell it. And then, you know, like that would be bootleg and that's not what I'm about. Um, so same with movies uh, is that it's always a, a license holder will contact me and say, Hey, we got the license for this. We want to make this. Most of the time it was Mondo. Uh, there were a couple other uh, bottleneck that I worked with also. Um, so they get a bunch of licenses and you know, we do that for me. I'll be perfectly honest. It's not my favorite thing to do um, because like I was just saying, like I like telling my own stories um, and I feel like with a movie poster, the story was told like I can't it would be stupid for me to like give my interpretation of this movie like who cares like you like the movie because the story right the story is the movie like if I give you my version like well now I'm just like you know taking a crap all over the thing you like you know right. I have to stick within the framework that was developed by the writer and the director and the actors and all that kind of stuff and so it's not my favorite thing to do. And kind of similar to, again, like I was saying, some of this might be disappointing to some people, um, you know, how I was saying, like, um, like I'm not like, uh, you know, a, a music geek where I know everything about like a lot of the bands that I work with. It's the same with movies. Like I'm not, I don't know a lot of movies. Like when I was growing up, one of the things, my parents were very strict and, um, we weren't really allowed to watch much television and we definitely like if we saw movies it was only like disney movies were okay but you know it's not like we watched i never saw a movie twice until i was like 20 
You know what I mean? Like I never saw a movie for the second time until I was like 20. So it wasn't like a thing where I like would watch this over and over again. I would watch it once and then I would just live in my head and I'd remember it, you know. Um, but I missed so many movies. Like I didn't, I never saw Star Wars until I was like, until when they re-released them in the movie theaters in the late 90s or something. And I went with my friends and I saw it for the first time. And they were like, you see, you never saw this before? And I'm like, no, you know, like. Well, that's the way you should see it the first time anyways, is in the theater. Yeah, so. yeah. It was actually, that's a hell yeah, of a way amazing. to see it the first time. <laughs> it actually worked out like great. For I mean, sure. I didn't do that on purpose, but, you know, so. And, and but the reason I say that is that I know most of the people who um, who do movie poster art, you know, because that's a, that's a whole other thing. It's, it's obviously under the same umbrella of what I do, but it's a whole other genre. And those people are proper, legitimate movie fanatics like they know everything about the movies. They've seen all of them. They know all the things. I don't belong in that. Like, that's not. um you know, I don't need to, I don't need to like uh, force myself into that area. So the movies that, uh, the movie posters I've worked on generally, with a few exceptions, um, are movies that I like really like, you know, and, and, and I've said this to, to uh, people who have contacted me about them is like, look, if I've never seen the movie before, I'm not going to take the gig. Yeah. And if it's something I saw, but I don't have any like strong feelings about it, I'm not going to take the gig. And again, like, like another thing we were saying before, that's, that's not an easy thing to like turn down work. You know what I mean? Like to say, yeah. well, I know you're throwing money in my direction and I know that this is a popular movie. And if I made the poster and then I sold it, I can make a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. But like, that's not what know. it's about. No, no, it's not. I mean, it could be, but it's not. It's just not not the way I want to do it. Because what you would create would not be authentic. No, it wouldn't. And 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 then people would know that. <laughs> and if they don't, that's fine. But eventually, it'll catch up to me. And mm-hmm. and nevertheless, I still have to work on it. Like like I was saying before, in terms of like, okay, when I you know I remember where my brain was when I was drawing that tree in the top left corner, like I was saying before. And um, I'm going to have to have that same experience with this thing that I I don't have a connection with. So like the whole experience of making it is going to be so detached that I don't know. So, um, so I'm not like a big movie guy. And so I, I don't, I try not to um, take that many gigs and I haven't done one in a long time. And honestly, uh, I'm, I have one that's in the works now. It's with uh, a company in um, in Paris, and uh, this one's worked out really well. Like it's it's the right project. It's the right people that I'm working with. It's it fits with me and my feelings really well. Like I can I. I I'm in this, I, I know I'm in this poster right now. It's, it's taking a long time to, to manifest, but that has a lot to do with the pandemic and all that stuff. So yeah. um, that's fine. But uh, yeah, besides that, honestly, like I can't even imagine, like if you, if you told me even my favorite movie, like, uh, I don't know. I, I love Stanley Kubrick, right? So if you if you told me uh great films that you know, he makes. What's that? <laughs> great films that he makes. Ah, yeah. So like if you told me I got to make a poster for Stanley Kubrick, like I wouldn't even be that I don't know that I would be that excited. I don't know because he already did it. Like he he's the artist. 
I don't know how to do that. So there are other artists who are really, really, really good. Like their gift is to be able to, to take a movie and distill it into something that you know that that's the movie, but it's actually not in the movie, but it, it is the movie. It's inescapable and it's authentic and it's real and it's beautiful and all that kind of stuff. And it's the same thing, like I was saying before with the t-shirts and stuff, like I'm just not good at it. Yeah. Uh, it's just not my, it's not my thing. So the ones I've done, I'm very proud of. And the reason I'm, I'm proud of them is because of, um, well, cause they're movies that I like. So I think I picked the right projects. Um, but it's not a thing that I kind of like to do. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, Makes sense. Yeah. That's just Makes kinda, sense. Yeah. I saw you did the NBA all-star game poster yeah. last year. So yeah. that had to be super exciting. That Your face fun. lit up when I brought it yeah. up. So talk a little bit about that. That was fun. Well, it was, um, so it was in Chicago. And uh, so we, obviously I got to play with the idea of the bulls and again, nineties, Michael Jordan. was. Yeah. I, you know, I was a Knicks fan in the nineties, which, uh, anybody who was a Knicks fan in the nineties knows what that felt like. Um, just watching Jordan be Jordan, but he was always <laughs> my favorite player knowing that, you know, look, he's a legend and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, getting to play in that arena and also kind of dip my, I'm, I'm a big sports guy also. So like dipping my toe into that kind of area. Um, I wish, I wish sports was more of a, poster thing like again like i was saying before with the um you know there's some bands that just aren't poster bands like you yeah. know okay i mean it's awesome i i love the band but like i'll never get to work with them because why would they hire me nobody would buy the poster because it's not a thing you know right like, their fans aren't gonna buy it hang no because it's not it's not built into the culture of the band you know like a lot of a lot of this whole poster thing is like you know, the fans already know, like it's, it's part of the culture of being a fan of that band. But if it's not, it's the most foreign thing in the world. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're so, we're so in it that like to us, it seems so obvious, but like, if you talk to somebody who's a fan of like a band, who's not in that, they, like a poster, like, nah, I just rather get the t-shirt, you know, like, or whatever. It's like, what do I need a poster for? You know, kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and sports is the same thing. Like I wish, wouldn't it be awesome if every time you went to a game, there was a poster for the game? That I mean, would be kind of cool. <laughs> by another artist and like, it's, you know, it, it has a different each, They style. play different teams and everything. Yeah. Like it could be like, cool. There's, there's already like built in color palette type of things. Um, you know, there's, there's moments or historical things that you could reference. There's so much, but it's just not a thing, which yeah. makes sense, obviously. Like if you go to a game, like you see all the other merchandise and it's like, yeah, I mean, a poster doesn't fit here, but if it did, it'd be awesome. You know, yeah. I'd be all over it. So this was one of those rare chances where, oh, wow, like this just landed in my lap and that's, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, like I, I, you know, and then it got to be with something so historically beautiful such as uh jordan and all those bulls championships that um yeah that was that was a lot of fun that was I really bet. Yeah. i bet and That's also cool. the fact that 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 print because it's chicago it like you know it already had its 
um, it, it already had its world that it lived in. So yeah. like, I can't make that like um, fanciful nature type of thing that I normally do. Like I had to go city. I had to go right. real, you know? And, um, and of course I love Chicago. I've been there a bunch of times, love it there, but it was also easy for me to kind of go back to that city, you know, lifestyle that I, I know what that feels like to be. Right in the city and just looking up and it just goes up forever and you almost don't see the sky you know or something because you know uh that's just the way it is in the city so uh so that was fun to kind of explore that kind of area and have an excuse to uh unashamedly kind of stay there yeah i bet that's cool what a neat experience and again another cool way for you to kind of go outside the box and do something that you haven't done. That's cool. Yeah. And reach a different audience too. Um, For sure. You know, people who have never, they, they wouldn't even know that concert posters are a thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like a poster for an all-star game. Like it's memorabilia. Okay. I want that. You know, it's like a gigantic baseball card, you know, basically. For (laughs) sure. For sure. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I saw that you also did, I believe they were called quarantine with love and then people could purchase the posters and the coloring sheets. So talk yeah. a little bit about that. That's such a cool yeah. way to spread some love during this time. Yeah. That's a weird, like, I mean, that was a really fun thing to do. Um, so very quick for anybody who doesn't know. So uh, the idea was um just to give away free posters like that was basically it so um and so this is this is a funny story so um this was all when the pandemic started and obviously you know we didn't know then what we know now in terms of like even just what life was going to be like so you know the whole thing in the beginning this was you know march 10 11 12 around right right around that time where everything just like got real you know yeah and the whole thing was like, oh, it's two weeks, you know, and then and we knew like, okay, two weeks and then maybe something else. But everybody had to just shut down for two weeks. And when I heard that, I was just like, uh, I don't like, I don't know. This is crazy. Like, how are we going to make two weeks? Like, we're not going to be able to commune with people for two weeks. Like, this is going to hurt. Like, it's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt other people. It's going to be sad. Like, there's going to be this cloud of just like uneasiness over everybody. And, you know, I'm not a, like a, a, I'm not a, um, what do you call like a first response? Like I I don't have any skill with like taking care of people, you know, like, so what can I do? You know, first thing I could think to do is, well, I could just send people free posters. So at least we could stay connected um, through the mail because yeah, everything's shut down. You can't even like, you can't go anywhere because everything's shut. Uh, you're not supposed to see people. You can't, can't like touch, you, you can't do anything. Um, but we could still get mail. So I can like send you something and we can kind of connect that way. And so that was my first instinct uh, immediately. So, uh, so, you know, right again, like I said, like I don't remember the date. It was right around like March 10, 11, something like that. And the first thing I thought was like, all right, I got to do something. Um, what's the thing I can do? Okay, I can I can give posters away. I know how to, you know, I, I know I have posters. I have a bunch of stuff. I'll figure it out. So this is the funny part. So, um, you know, 
logistically putting this together took a while. Like I had to like figure out, well, I had to like compile all the posters. I pulled, I had a stack of about, I think it was almost 600 posters at a certain, like it got to the point where it's just 600 posters that, you know, I'm just going to give all these away, but like just to find them, put them together, sort them and then figure out how, like, how am I going to ship all this? How am I going to organize like orders coming in and then shipping them and not like screwing up, you know, I'm used to doing large drops. Like if somebody, if I drop a poster and then, you know, there's a hundred orders or something, I know how to function through that, but it's difficult, you know, but usually it's like, well, it's one poster, you know, like, and maybe there's some variants, maybe there's some foils and stuff, but like, this is just, you know, just like wild west, you know, here's a stack and here's, you know, like ideally a bunch of orders are just going to come in, but then how am I going to do it? And like, it's free, but like, okay, so I'll charge for shipping, but how do I set that up? And then I had to set it up on the website and figure out all the long story short is that it took like almost two weeks to put this together, just to organize it, figure out how to do it, then figure out how am I going to like announce it? Like, how can I say it that it makes sense, you know? And my fear, (laughs) my biggest fear was that by the time I announce it, and then maybe by the time the orders come in, and then by the time it gets shipped and people arrive, this whole thing's going to be over. And like, I'm going to miss it. You know, basically I took, I took too long trying to figure out how to do this, that I'm going to miss the whole thing. And then people are going to get it in the mailbox and be like, oh yeah, I remember like we were all worried, but everything's fine. You know, and like, oh, I got a free poster. That's cool. But you know, it would like, it wouldn't serve the, it was supposed to serve a purpose of like brightening people's day, you know, and like fun gift that you get in the mail. Um, and that that happens no matter what, you know, of course, right. but under these circumstances, and if the circumstances were over, it's just like, oh, it's just another cool thing that happens. And so my fear was that I was taking too long and I was going to miss it. And here we are, it's 11 months later. Oh, bro, you could have waited like a few months even. You could have yeah. done it in the middle of the summer, but... You could have sent them out in December and been fine. <laughs> yes, you know, but if you told me back then, again, like if this is why I say like we didn't know then what we know now. So we were in that for, I don't know about you, but like I was in the frame where like, I mean, yeah, maybe in a couple of weeks, you know, it might take a few more weeks after that for everything to kind of just ease out. But like, yeah, like maybe this blows over or something, but even still the two weeks seem devastating. I mean, yeah. again, here we are, it's 11 months, 11 months later. And it's like, all right. Well, I mean, obviously you, you just, you think about it in a different way, but yeah, so that was the the uh, like the gesture behind it, and just the funny thing. I just I think about it all the time. Was just like I thought I was gonna miss it, and <laughs> like I thought I was just gonna you know like be too late, and I was just you know not going to be able to um, uh, make people happy. You know, like I was. I it was wasn't gonna, gonna have the intention thing. behind it, yeah, but yeah. Meanwhile, I mean. So, and it, it, it worked out really great, actually. It was, uh, it was really difficult to put it together, but whatever. I mean, everything was difficult for everybody. I had the least, you know, difficult life and all this, so that's fine. But, um, but it was a really fun thing in, in terms of, like I was saying, in terms of uh, like communicating with people, like that was, 
that was a great time to really communicate because, you know, most of the people I'd say that, that did it because it was free, you know, like I charged a few bucks for shipping, you know, just to like cover my costs. Um, but uh, most of the people that bought it were people who like never bought a poster from me before and never even bought a poster. So it's just different people. Maybe they follow me on social media or they just heard through a friend and never even knew who I was or something like that. So it was like a whole different group of people and just getting, you know, and then I would get the emails and it's like, oh, I opened it and I got all these posters and, you know, um, yeah. And then the, I put, pardon me, I put uh, coloring pages in there also, you know, with the idea like, well, you know, we're all home. We could color. We could we could make something. You know, uh, we could be creative together. So, uh, yeah. So, it was a really fun thing. Um, it worked out really great, uh, and I I got so many beautiful messages from it. Um, but I still just get a kick out of the fact of how how I thought and I think how many people thought everything was back then and then like you look back on it now and you're like oh you you sweet little boy like you had, you really had no idea what was going on you know? all right you know whatever you know it still it still did what it's supposed to do so it's fine for sure that's so awesome so you keep mentioning that you wouldn't ever work for the musicians that you are really big fan of. So give us a couple of those musicians. If you could, if they, if they would hire you, oh. who would you love to make a poster for? Well, okay. Um, in some sense. Um, okay. I have, I have very interesting tastes. Um, a lot of my tastes are, uh, people are going to cringe maybe when they hear this. Um, are you going to uh, say Hanson? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you're saying cringe. I'm like, where, no, where are we going well, with this 90s uh, boy band? <laughs> I like um, I like a lot of house music. I really okay. love club music. I really love house music. Um, I love the culture with it. I love the DJ culture. Um, and it's, I don't know, there's just something beautiful about it. There's something so primal about the music. And I know a lot of people don't like it. I know it's not their taste and stuff like that. And that's fine, you know, but um, there's just something I think where a lot of people see superficiality, I see a real primal connection to the beat and the beat is just our heartbeat. It's the first thing we ever heard. We were in our mother's womb and we heard her heart and it goes like this and every song just goes like this. And it's like, you just can't help. I, I can't help but hear that beat and just like, yeah go like this and then just you know the club itself the atmosphere and then the vibe and then how songs kind of go into each other so that whole thing i love and i would love it if like house music club music or edm as, as people call it like if that had a poster scene i would love it i would have to probably really I wouldn't be able to do the same type of art that I do. Like, I, again, like something I make for Humphreys or Dave Matthews would not. No, it would not be the same. At all. Um, but I think that would really, because it's so in me, I think I could really bring something different and cool to it. Um, so yeah, like when I think of like what I was saying, 
you know, in terms of people I wouldn't work for. Um, yeah, it's probably mostly that. It's probably like that, that kind of club vibe. I mean, I'm also, I'm not a Hanson fan, but I, I love pop music. I love, you know, top 40. I love all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, like if Bruno Mars needed a poster or something like that, man, that would be so awesome. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a thing. You don't go to a Bruno Mars concert you know, at a real arena, I mean, a freaking arena and like, and then go wait online to buy the limited edition poster. Like that's mm -hmm. just not a thing. It would be cool if it was, but it's just not, um, you know, and I think that, that, that probably is both of those examples is just because the audience is different, you know, like uh, a club audience isn't buying any merchandise. They're going out to just have feeling you know just yeah feel, dance and experience. yeah, yeah. Just, just be in the moment you know uh they're not buying a t-shirt or anything like that and then the like you know the the pop music kind of stuff like you know say bruno mars or something like that um you know it's younger it's it's kids you know most of it it's yeah. it's most children you know and they just want the t t-shirt you know a poster doesn't mean anything you know and if it is it's the poster that you know you roll up real real small it's on that like magazine paper and you for sure it, which you know actually works like that's the kind of poster that should be a bruno mars poster i would right. love it if it wasn't but it works you know don't mess with success it's fine so um yeah so when i say that I, i'm thinking more like really outside the area of like the type of music you know that kind of defines the the types of bands that i'm with the one um that would fall into that area that i did get to work with was billy joel which was like that's cool yeah because billy joel doesn't you know it's, it's a very similar thing like that's not a culture the, the people who go to billy joel show is not a culture that does posters you know yeah um, like that's my dad's uh right you know, like he, my dad went to see Billy Joel in the seventies, you know, and like, yeah, the, the, he doesn't care about a poster at all. Like what, yeah. what does he need a poster for? But, um, they wanted to do one. I don't even remember how that happened, but yeah, they contacted me and were like, we wanted to do a limited edition poster. And I was like, yeah, I'm your guy. And I love Billy. I mean, Billy Joel. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a, I, it was the first thing I did after I did that was I called my dad and I was like, yo, guess who I'm working with, you know? And, uh, and he was, he was pretty, that, that was like the only time he was like, he's like, oh, wow, this, this is, this is something That's for you. You know, it's like, cause he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know. It yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, that one just kind of worked out and I don't know, I don't even think he's done any posters since it was like a one and done type of thing. And um you know, he's got so many people that go to, his show. you know, he does that monthly residency at Madison Square Garden. I mean, he hasn't done it in a while. Did. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's so many people that go to those shows, you know, you could make any kind of merchandise for Billy Joel and it'll eventually sell. People, so, yeah. Yeah, they did pretty good, but I guess they were just like, yeah, I mean, it was meant to be for this thing, but now it's, you know, that's it. We don't need to like make po more posters. I wish they would, but I guess it's not a thing. So um, that's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. I got lucky. That was really lucky. Um, 
I love that one. That was, that was really fun. Yeah. Would you say that's your favorite or do you, do you have a favorite? I mean, you've done so many, but if you could maybe pick a favorite, maybe a couple of favorites. (laughs) I'm sure it's gotta be hard to choose a favorite one. You know, it's, it's basically, it, it mostly boils down to like, what's the most recent thing I've done. Um, You know, there's uh, let's see. There's a Dave Matthews poster I did a couple of years ago uh, for a show they played in Colorado. Um, it's like got a blue sky background. It's like two two characters hugging each other, like this this real loving embrace. And um, I love that one so much. That's that's a really fun one. And uh, I don't know uh, that has the kind of sentimental value. I mean, they all have sentimental value. That's that's the thing. It's like like asking, oh, who's your favorite kid, you know, or something yeah. like that, you know, if you have children, like, yeah, uh, you know. Um, Depends on when you're asking me, no. <laughs> that's also, yeah, but it's the same with posters too. It yeah. really is. Like, uh, again, that most recent Umphreys poster is one of my favorites. There's there's something, there's something so connecting about that one. Um you know, I did a poster for this band Goose. Uh, I don't know if you know Goose, but they're kind of, they're really fun. They're a really good band. I just um, saw them like September before everything shut down. So it was, I got really lucky. Uh, Where did they play? In Connecticut, maybe? Or? They played at Nietzsche's in Buffalo because I live in oh, Buffalo. Yeah. And yeah, they played yeah. that Nietzsche show and I got lucky to be there. And it was it was yeah. a cool experience, especially now, like that yeah. we're not going to see anything at a club that's small. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, it was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. So I, I did a poster for them for Halloween and um, I, I, I love the drawing. I don't know. There's something about the drawing on that one that I like. Uh, I wouldn't call it like an all time favorite, but um, it's in my head right now. I could just think about it. It's, it's a really hard question. Like, Again, I said it before, um, I make it, you know, I, I go through the process of making it and then it, I've made it and I've released it and it's in the world. And it's not like, um, oh, I'm moving on, you know, like enough of that kind of thing. But it's just uh, like every poster is a new iteration of this feeling. And so they all, they're all one thing and they're all individual things, but I can't... Um, I don't, I try not to get too hung up on individual ones and be like, oh, this is my favorite. And it's like um, movies. You know, if, if you ask me what my favorite movie is, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Again, maybe today I might say something and then tomorrow I'll be like, yeah, but if you told me I had to watch that movie right now, I wouldn't want to watch it. So right. And, you know, um, I don't know. I don't have that. Um, I don't have that thing. Um, when I was a little boy, I was consumed with the idea of of being very deliberate about my favorite so like uh i would i would listen to, i love listening to the radio and um you know you listen to the radio enough you you kind of pick up on okay these are the 40 songs like these are the top 40 songs because those are the 40 songs that you hear and i would make like charts this is so nerdy i would make charts and listing like how much of my favorite it was and so that I could eventually whittle it down to what my favorite song was. And then once the rotation kind of changed, I would do it again. And cause I was consumed with this idea of like quantifying 
my favorite. And what wound up happening is that I would, I would go through the process and then I would realize, yeah, now I, I kind of mathematically figured out that it's my favorite. And then if I feel it, it's not my favorite, you know? So it's like the two things didn't match. And I think that's where I lost this whole, like, this whole idea of like, um, I don't know, this is my favorite and I'm sticking to, you know, like loyalty. I don't, I don't have that. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have loyalty to a song. I don't have loyalty to a movie. I don't have loyalty to a poster. Um, I have loyalty to my friends. I have loyalty to my family, but um, loyalty to creative things. Uh, I don't know. It's more mood based for me. So yeah, I don't have a good answer for that. Unfortunately, I wish I did. <laughs> And it would be hard anyways, because you've created yeah, so it, many, it would just, it, it would be hard. Yeah. But, you, I, but I could go back to like my old self and, you know, I could do that little math thing. I'll, I'll pull out all my posters <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll give them all a score and then I'll do the math. And I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll let you know what's going <laughs> okay. All right. So I have one final question for you. Yeah. I would love for you to give some advice to any future artists that are listening, anybody that kind of wants to make it in the concert poster scene, anything like that. What kind of advice would you give them or maybe your younger self? What, what advice yeah. would you give? Uh, that's easy. I can, I can give two pieces of advice. One is um, if you, if you want to go into that road of making concert posters or really making anything that um, any kind of art that's going to like live in somebody else's home, you know, like it could even be pottery or, you know, any like jewelry or something like that. Um, to always remember that uh, you're making it for somebody else. You're not making it for you um, because I think a lot of it, it becomes a, like a self-consumed type of thing where it's like, oh, no, 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 like this is who I am and I have to force, you know, who I am into this thing. And it's like, no, what you, what I think you should do is communicate with somebody else. And the way to do that is to bring a little bit of you and a little bit of them and put it together. Um, but the intention should be, I believe, uh, that the intention should be that it's for somebody else. It's not for you. Um, cause if it was just for you, that's fine. Then you could just make it and you could just make a poster for anything that you want and then just put it on your own wall and that's fine. But if you want it to be, uh, reach to as many people as possible, you have to make it for them. And it's, it almost sounds obvious, but, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a very missed thing. Um, so that would be number one advice. Number two advice, especially for, uh, concert posters is, um, you just have to start small. Uh, you have to start with people, you know, who make music, like, you know, if you have friends who are in bands, then do it for them. Um, and that's how you'll, you'll learn the process through that. Nobody jumps the line and gets to work with, you know, Humphreys McGee, you know, on the first try or even the first year or something. And, um, and you don't want to anyway, like you really want to kind of like build it up. It, it takes a long time. Um, it's a slow process. And if you find that um, you don't know anybody who makes music, uh, then you need to make friends with people who make music because 
again, if we're specifically talking about concert posters, if you're not connected to music, um, then communicating in, in the art form of concert posters is going to be a little difficult for you. Like it's, uh, you, you then just make other types of art. Like that's fine too. Like maybe make movie art or make other, you know, comic book art or, you know, anything else. But if you are not plugged into a musical community, plug yourself into it. And if you don't want to, then maybe concert posters, like concert posters shouldn't be like, um oh i heard like you can make good money doing that so i'm going to get into it like it has to be connected to you uh, passion yeah and but the music is the first part of it like uh, i don't make a poster for umphreys mcgee unless brendan writes some music first you know like unless he's putting together some chords and coming up with lyrics and then they're putting you know the band together and then making this album then making this like what i do is so far down the line but it only starts from that and if you're not connected to what that process feels like if you don't know people who do that if you don't know what that lifestyle feels like um then maybe concert posters isn't for you or if it is plug yourself in especially surround you're yourself working. with those people. yeah go make some friends get out there like um just go to the clubs uh you know go to reach out to musicians you'll uh, without a doubt one of your friends 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 is a musician yeah. it's gonna be it somebody has to somewhere be. has a band yeah. <laughs> just hook up like just hook up and get in and go to a practice go to a band practice see what that's like Go to uh, go to a show, but like, if you're friendly enough, go hang out with them before the show just to see what that feels like and see what what they're thinking about, what they're talking about, if they're talking about music, how they talk about music with each other, and if they're not talking about music, what else are they talking about, and how does that how does that feel? What is what is the vibe like? Those little intangible things. That's where everything is. That's where the real like connection is. Um, so that would be like probably the top advice for, for post artists is, um, be involved in music somehow and then start small. Yeah. I mean, cause that's the only way to start. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Awesome. Well, this was really an incredible conversation. Thank you oh, so much oh, for your time. You. Yeah. Thank you all. Wow. It's late too. I didn't even realize <laughs> chatterbox i should shut up we've been we've been chatting a lot of people tell me they get in the chair and they just get really comfortable and want to talk <laughs> yeah no, you did a great job thank you i mean really that was uh that was great you, you you hit me with some uh some good ones uh i had to i had to think about a few of those that was really great that was that was really wonderful thank you sarah that was really yeah. uh, really nice to talk to you yeah, it was really nice to talk to you too and to learn more about how the whole process happens. I have so many concert posters in my house, but I've never, you know, learned a bunch about it. So that's awesome. Awesome. Good, good. Well, thank you for uh, even asking me and, and then being interested and in, in allowing me the ability to say this stuff so that, yeah, other people might, uh, people who like Umphreys or like Umphreys posters, uh, maybe know a little bit more about it. That's, that's awesome. And some of them might Absolutely. already know all this stuff anyway. So you know. they'll listen anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, this is really great. Thank you so much.
Thank you, Sarah. Really, I appreciate it. Yeah.